Greetings. This is the Stephen Ivy Show, where we are having candid conversations that ignite hope and inspire healing. Let's go inside this episode to take a listen. I know you'll enjoy. Well, welcome to the first episode of the Stephen Ivy Show, where we're having candid conversations that ignite hope and inspires healing. I'm your host, Stephen Ivey, and today I thought I would just start everything off with a small look at why the Stephen Ivey show. So the show's name came honestly from my inability to identify the perfect niche or niche, whichever pronunciation you prefer. So I decided to make it easy for myself and, you know, just say what works best for me, what describes me best. And for me, my name is best. It's proven to be distinguishable for as long as I can remember. Um, So it just became a no brainer for me to name it after me. I have to admit though, initially it was a hard decision that took a lot of time to come across, decide on, um, and honestly to even find. You would think that would be my first option, but it actually wasn't. So my first action and possibly mistake was that I made a post on Facebook. And from that post, I created a a private group over DM. It was a group of people that I tried to get input on a name. So I gave them a list of thoughts. And uh, I bet you can imagine that the responses that I received were as varied as the individuals that were in that group. So that just didn't work. Uh, Can we say dead end? Because that's exactly what it was. So Eventually, I decided to just do, again, what was best for me and uh, best for my brand. The company that I own actually is named after me or is a play on my last name, rather, um, Ivy League Enterprises. So it just made sense then to stay in that vein of using my name. So great. Good. I had the name, but the only problem was I still hadn't identified the niche or the niche, whichever one you prefer, but I didn't have it. So again, I had to go to the drawing board and kind of figure my way through this thing. So I stopped and and again, just kind of asked myself what works best for me? Who am I? And as I thought and kind of mulled over this, this idea of who am I, I went back to, you know, my earliest memories of childhood that at least that I can remember. Right. And, um, I remember as a kid, I wanted to be like Kirk Franklin. Um, if you don't know who he is, um, look him up. But I, I wanted to be Kirk Franklin. I, I wanted to to do the music. I, I'll never forget he did a song that he dedicated to his mother. I mean, he played on a, a white baby grin. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. I, I want to be that guy. I want to have a group. I want to sing these songs. And at that time, I was just going to be a narrator. I, I wasn't even singing then. But anyway, that's that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be like Kirk. But I also wanted to be the guy who sat in an office with a legal pad while somebody is laying on the couch. I'm writing on this legal pad and they're basically just dumping their life, you know, talking about all of their inner turmoil. I wanted to be, at that time, I thought it was just a psychiatrist, you know, counseling and all that kind of stuff. That's what I wanted to do. 
Um, I also wanted to be a lawyer, right? So it's, it's a whole lot of wanted to be's. I wanted to be a lawyer, but even with that, I believe I was just more so impressed with making a compelling argument and defending it. And I'm, I'm not saying that that's all a lawyer does, but that's what the movies showed me as a kid. And so that's what I thought I wanted to do. What I didn't realize was the actual truth of, of what was going on in me. I had an inner call from God. I don't believe there's anything that I'm doing now or planning to do that I hadn't seen myself do as a child. Now I just realize that it was deeper than just, I want to do, I want to be. But from an early age, I was acknowledging and expressing a deep inner call from God. Now, of course, I can definitely verbalize it a whole lot better than I could then. And I just sum it all up to say I'm a communicator. That's that inner tug that I feel. That's my ultimate gift. That's actually where my nickname professor came from. But I'll, I'll spare you that story for maybe a later time. But I'm a communicator. My, my call, my assignment, my gifting is to communicate. And I do that in various ways. I'm sure I'll leave something off, but uh, I'm a preacher. I'm a singer. I'm a musician. I'm a songwriter, a music producer. Uh, I'm a mentor. Uh, I would even say a public speaker. And this year and the years to come, I'll be an author as well as a playwright. So really, I'm just trying to exhaust all of my creative ability. Now, I could go on and on about that, and I could go on and on about me, but let me tell you what you can expect from this podcast. Ultimately, you can simply expect candid, real-life conversations to ignite hope and inspire healing for your soul. Now, just to be clear, I do, in fact, mean ignite hope and inspire healing. I want to light a fire and an explosive hope within you while also inspiring you to seek the healing that you need and may not even know that you need. I guess a better way, honestly, to help you understand what I'm saying is by using my own story and how I kind of got to this place and even these two words. I have a friend slash mentor, Dr. James Hawkins, who I'm sure you will hear from in one of our future episodes. James planted a seed that I don't even know if he knew he was planting, but when I reflect on the climate of 2019, I was in a depleted state of mind and heart, and I, I just really didn't realize it. James just so happened at the end of the year to be doing a, a workshop called Healing Conversations. Um, and, you know, this is a very scaled down definition and description of this workshop. And I, I don't mean to, to be disparaging or anything, but the workshop really created a safe space for us to discuss race racial relations and, and even racial tension. And uh, y'all, man, I was so depleted that I was not going to attend. Matter of fact, and I don't remember my words verbatim, but I basically expressed that I didn't want to be a part of another kumbaya session or talk where we just kind of have good feelings and talk about race. And then we go back into our various spheres of influence and kind of hold on to privilege and oppression and all those types of things. Anyway, that's another conversation. But I'm glad that that is not what I encountered at Healing Conversations. 
Now, guys, remember, this podcast is for us to have candid conversation. So I want to be really truthful when I tell you where I was. My words and feelings in that moment were that outside of the people who I had a deep and real relationship, and let me say outside of the white people that I had a deep and real relationship, I hated and didn't trust other white people, period, point blank. If we did not have real, true relationship, I may have come into the same space as you, but I didn't inwardly trust you and really didn't care too much for you. That's where I was for several reasons. And I'm sure we'll talk about that in later episodes. But at that workshop, I encountered true healing. And that was just one of the starts of being inspired to heal. We could fast forward that story all the way to 2020. And again, it's not that far, but we could fast forward to 2020 and maybe the early mid part of 2020. After Ahmaud Arbery was murdered, a friend and slash mentor of mine, Dr. Angela Courage hosted a vigil in his memory. And she asked me to be the keynote speaker um, which was just a huge task. That event, in my estimation, was very powerful. It really allowed me to tell what I was feeling on the inside. Now, leading up to this event, there's a whole lot of emotions. I was contemplating what to actually say. I didn't have all the words to say. And again, Dr. Hawkins, James, sowed a tremendous seed into me that I'm not certain he knew he had done that, but he asked me, told me to communicate my hopes. And no matter how piercing or strong my language was to communicate at the beginning to the audience that what you're hearing is not frustration, but you're hearing a man stand up and tell you what his hopes are. It was a great time. It really was. I was able, once again, through that event to not only inspire healing for many, but to also ignite hope. Now, the truth is a podcast just wasn't in my purview at all. But the more I went through 2020 and had different conversations, whether it was with uh, my curious white friends and their church congregations, or as I listened to my livid black friends experience so much of the overt and covert oppression, and even as I gauged my own heart, the words hope and healing arrested me and held me hostage and ultimately became clear descriptives of my personal assignment in life, ignite hope and inspire healing. I honestly don't know if there are any other words that I feel deeper in my heart and my soul and my spirit because this world is full of hopeless and broken people. And I want to be somebody that's available to be a source of hope and healing. Yeah, you hear that. I'm, I'm crazy enough to believe that I, I can actually change the world one person at a time. You know, life is hard and deeper still is this reality that unknown or ignored trauma can be deadly. And I know this firsthand. We've heard it said several times, hurting people hurt people. So let me end by just saying that I acknowledge the tension that exists between hope and healing, but also see the beauty in it. My goal is not to resolve the tension for you because life truly is lived in between that tension, in the midst of that tension. But I do want to be an inspiration for your healing 
while igniting your innermost being to hope. I have some great guests that'll be coming to share with you their story of hope and healing, as well as I have some great topics that we're gonna we're gonna cover. If you'd like to suggest any topics or any guests, anything, if you just want to reach out, feel free to do that. Hit me up on Instagram at the Stephen Ivy Show, on Facebook at I am Stephen Ivy, or just shoot me an email at the show at Ivy League Enterprises.com. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening today. I need you to do me a favor. Leave a review and share this episode with a family member or friend. And then make sure you visit my website, www.ivyleagueenterprises.com. I want you to stay up to date with all the wonderful things that are happening in the Ivy League. Listen, it's been real, it's been fun, but I've got to run. Have a great day. Peace.